the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW, the show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Patty Cohen of Pacific Union International. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. You're going to use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during this show. Now, that certificate is not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. Today's trivia theme is random trivia. Now, our special guest is Adrian Pachetto of Pro Insurance. Uh, Patty, you know uh, Adrian. Uh, yeah, you introduce, introduce I've her? worked with Adrian for a lot of years, and not only is she just wonderful and bubbly to work with, but maybe more importantly, she saved. She literally has saved, is saving me at this moment nine thousand dollars a year on rental properties, auto insurance, combining them, flood insurance, and does really all lines of insurance, and is totally known in our real estate community. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a lot of things that people out there don't know that she can impart where it would save them money. Okay. So uh, let's let's actually start off with um, uh, flood insurance. Sure. Because, uh, remember, you have to get a little bit closer to the mic. There you go. <laughs> so um, the uh, the thing about flood insurance, uh, some, uh, you know, who who's requiring it? Because I guess, you, do you have to be in a flood zone per se, or how does that work? So you can purchase flood insurance on any property. The way it mm-hmm. works that required would be the mortgage company. So if okay. they have a loan on your home, they would require you to have a flood insurance policy if there's a flood zone requirement. So okay. if it's in a high-risk flood zone. And that changes, doesn't it? It does. Because I know some people who have, like, they didn't used to be in a flood zone, but now they are because of... Shifting mm-hmm. in brains oh, yeah. and all that. Yeah, every few years FEMA goes through and remaps the area. And right now in Marin County, it changed in 2016, March 16th, 2016. <laughs> so the grandfathered rate ended March 17th, 2017. So there's a little bit of hurting going on right now with the FEMA rates. Hmm. And can you can people fight that or how does that work so there's alternatives now there's other insurance companies coming into the marketplace to offer flood insurance at a discounted rate it's the same coverages it's just not backed by fema and some people think that that's not a bad thing yeah usually if things get too expensive you know new companies will come in and the competition yeah you know, so- because yeah, I was mentioning that I you know heard stories where premiums were you know eighty thousand dollars and then somehow it got down to like five thousand or less. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. With Patty's policy, um, she has a rental property in Napa, and the rates were twenty five percent higher because it's a rental, and then another surcharge on top of that just because of FEMA's rate increase. And she was paying about forty five hundred dollars. Four thousand seven eighty eight. Which I never paid attention. Never paid attention to, but I was I got it. And I was shocked. I was like. Adrian, why is my bill so high? And she's yeah. like, well, that was 
with the company you were with before, but I can shop it for you. She got it down to nine hundred and eighteen dollars. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. So we just did that this weekend, actually. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now, you know, when when I think of FEMA, you know, I, I think of you know Hurricane Katrina and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And is it does it have to do with the fact that maybe some people just go without insurance, and that's why FEMA comes in, and then it ends up going on the backs of the people who who. Do you get flood insurance? Sure. Actually, I think it's more of they're still recovering from Katrina as well as any other hurricanes that have happened. They're trying to get their money back um, from everything that's been paid out. It's, I mean, it's an insurance company still, regardless if it's FEMA backed. Um, So they are definitely looking to make sure that they're not losing money more as being profitable as an organization. And with global warming, it's going to get worse. Yeah. And oh, I mean, yeah. they've changed their rulings where you get a 25% surcharge if it's not your primary residence on top of their already really high rates. Is that the assumption that you're going to walk away from it? I mean, they just think that it's more of an exposure. So there's a there's federal laws that state that you have to have um, reasonable expense for an primary residence and okay. it's not for vacation rentals or secondaries or, or maybe because like a good example that I could just think of is a vacation rental where you're not there it's empty and you didn't realize it flooded until you know a neighbor tells you right and there's more damage right? and then yeah. also vacation rentals are near in South Carolina near hurricanes near places that flood because you want to be by the water yeah. right yeah Tahoe Hawaii all those areas are definitely getting hurt sure but but again, b- being a primary residence compared to a vacation or a rental. I mean, if you're in a if you have a rental property, you would think that your renters would tell you, you know, hey, the place flooded. <laughs> right? You would think. I mean, that, that's um, why I'm wondering, like, why why do you get penalized? But I can understand a vac a vacant place. It's there's but, just legislation that does not allow FEMA to surcharge for a primary residence, so they're making oh. it up on the back end, essentially. Oh, great. Yeah, but it's kind of also unfair for the people who pay for insurance to cover the people who don't have insurance? Agreed. Totally. Agreed. Yeah. It's kind of like health insurance, I guess. Totally. Well, and we're seeing in the marketplace, especially here in Marin, where people have not had a mortgage for a while and are buying new people coming into the market and they're having to get flood insurance where it was never covered. And so the rates can be higher because the property was never covered. I got I got a simple solution. Why don't we just have no insurance and just let FEMA just (laughs) come every time that there's a fire or flood or anything, just let the government pay for it. It's free. I like it. Right? I like it. I like it. Of course, it. that doesn't help you though, as an agent, oh, though, right? There's other insurances I can yeah. help because I don't. I'm not a big fan either. Really? Yeah. Well, there you go. And see, I appreciate that. That's an honest person, honest. you know. Totally. Okay. Thank you. Tell you what, we're going to uh, cut to our first commercial break. That's kind of a fast segment there. Uh, we are going to go for our first trivia question here. And if uh, Adrian, if you know the answer, don't answer it yet because we will let you answer when we come back from break. All right? Okay. Got a couple of these aren't too hard. Okay. What vice? What, excuse me. What presidents, vice presidents, were Aaron Burr and George Clinton? All right. Those. That's the question. So who? Who basically? Who was the president at the time when these guys were vice presidents? Does that make sense? Aaron Burr and who? George Clinton. Okay. No relation, as I understand, to Hillary or Bill. I, I thought I heard of Bill. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, here you go. We Aaron, Aaron, Bear, Aaron Burr. Go, yeah. Aaron Burr kind of goes back a few uh, generations there, but uh, George Clinton? Yeah. Okay. So who was the president at the time that those guys were vice president? That's our question. All right. Call 888-912-1190. If you're the first caller with the correct answer, you're going to win that free five-pack tanning certificate. All right. One more time, we're going to ask the question. What presidents, vice presidents, were Aaron Burr and George Clinton, respectively? 
respectively, not respectfully, respectively. All right, don't touch that dial. The best of investing will be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with my co-host, Patty Cohen. Mark Honf is off today. A question comes up, what presidents, vice presidents, were Aaron Burr and George Clinton? No idea. Thomas Jefferson. (laughs) Uh Right? Because Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, we do have in the studio uh, Adrian Pachetto, who's uh, helping us with some insurance questions, but we're going to shoot on over to Patty right now. A question comes in and says, is is it still a hot market or is it tilting the other way for real estate? Yeah. I mean, it's a really, really good question because we are in our third longest period of economic prosperity, soon to be in our second longest period. So like anything else, if you've been around long as we have, we know there are cycles in everything. And we're kind of due for, uh, I don't even want to say adjustment. I just more like, not even, just kind of like a normalization. Like a 4% rise type of thing. Yeah. Because the chunks that we've been taking is just unsustainable. Yeah. So... What happened so far this year was not predicted because we've been saying for a long time that this kind of normalization should be happening. But the gains this year are so, so hard to believe. And... Um, and it's all comes down to, you know, and all we do is talk about low inventory, low inventory. Yeah. Well, it just hit a 30 year low in the United States of inventory. Wow. So it's lower than low, <laughs> you know, and then also six out of um, in the Bay Area, six in 10 properties go over asking. Now, if you wow. factor in those that go at full price, you're probably down to, you know, four, you know. Eight and ten, or something, you know. Um, And then in in San Mateo County, it's even more. Eight out of ten. So almost everything is going at or over asking. Because I guess sellers are just going to keep increasing the price uh, on new on their on their house that they want to sell, just assuming it's going to go over anyway, right? Right. And I think that I have seen several cycles like this that I'm seeing overbids, like hundreds of thousands of dollars overbids. Mm -hmm. That kind of becomes. Like next year becomes the little blip. I don't know if this is going to happen or not, but I've seen too much where it gets like ridiculous overbidding, yeah. which we I already thought we had ridiculous overbidding, but we it seems like we really are. In the dot com before dot bomb, that seemed to happen. I I, yeah. I remember some small place was asked. They were asking. It was like a, a, a shack with a very little uh, lot, mm-hmm. and but it was in a good area. And they were asking four hundred thousand. And again, this is back in the nineteen ninety nine. I think it was. They're asking four hundred thousand, but all the dot coms were starting to, to come up. It went for one million four hundred thousand. We got a million wow. over asking. Patty, are you seeing a lot of cash purchase? Because that's what we're seeing on our client side. Yeah, we're we've been seeing a lot of yeah. cash, and, and it's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. And and what people are doing are maybe private money loans from Pacific Mortgage, you know, Pacific private, private money. money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, there it's and I don't know where the people are getting cash, but they're getting cash. And and on, and then we're seeing 
more than ever, I didn't see this five years ago ever, is, you know, zero contingencies. Like right out of the gate, they have no contingencies. I guess they're just assuming I like the property and whatever it costs to fix it up, whether it's a foundation or roof or whatever, I'll just add that to in- internally. Yeah. Right. Well, so, the buyers are so beat up and they've been looking, some of them are looking yeah. two or three years and they get beat up bloody on the floor every single time they bid. And finally, that's when they just dive and kill and say, I don't care what it takes. This is mine. Uh, and Is yeah. that only in the Bay Area or only in California? Well, more so in California because I'm in touch with like a lot of uh, agents all over the, ca- the world. The, the country. Country. Yeah. yeah. And it's there, but not as much. And some areas are kind of even a little bit cool. Yeah. But Bay Area is rocks because we have such, again, strong job economy. Net, net, more people want to live here than don't. And, you know, inventory. I know. Can you imagine Mm -hmm. being in like Kansas City or someplace where, you know, there's a decent amount of amount Mm -hmm. of people, but it's like, how come we can't get the same thing we get in California? Come on. Exactly. Exactly. Can you imagine owning a house for 150,000 and like you're thrilled 10 years later when it's worth 160? Right. (laughs) Oh my God! People are not we considering make that the a rate day. of return on that. <laughs> exactly. <you know? laughs> exactly. Yeah, I know it's so funny. I remember like my uh, my parents purchased their house in 1968 for forty thousand. Wow. Uh, yeah, but when you look at what it's worth today, the rate of returns maybe seven percent compounded. Sure. Because you're talking about you know fifty years or forty, right. you know whatever whatever that yeah almost fifty years. Right. So it takes quite a lot. And is that in Marin? Yeah. Wow. But it's, it's sort of like, you know, it's when I remember uh, when I was in college, my accounting professor. Now, remember, this is 1979 when interest rates were starting to get 19. creeping up. Yeah, they're getting really, really high, right? And I remember him saying, you remember the story about, the, you know, the Indians selling uh, Manhattan for, you know, 19, mm-hmm. effectively $19? Well, over he goes, if you look back in time, if they could have gotten the same interest rates, that, you know, constantly from Today, back in 1979, right? He says the Indians got the best of the deal. Oh, <laughs> you compound that over a few hundred years. And <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know it was kind of a little tongue-in-cheek there, but uh, no, but accurate. basically, yeah. It's a, the, uh, Einstein, what did he call it? The eighth wonder of the world? Compound interest? Oh, yeah. compound interest. Yes, exactly. That's why, you know, people talk about, you know, oh, I bought my house for, you know, only 100000 back in 1973. And you say... Yeah, well, what were wages back then, and and what's it worth? Now the thing yeah. is, that's assuming you pay cash, right? If you leverage it, then I was then just going to say, yep. Unlike art or stocks and bonds, when you're yeah. leveraging it on average eighty percent, yeah, it's what most people do. Pretty darn good. No, that's true. No, it definitely. And is. the little government gives a gives a nice break for it. So far, so and far, you've got to live somewhere, yeah. and you got to live somewhere. Oh, did, did you, yeah. yeah, that's true. Well, it's so funny. I heard that uh, some of the, and then we're not a political show, but I just, I just thought this was kind of interesting. Uh, the uh, conservatives, we'll call them the conservatives, who are upset with uh, the liberals, uh, basically said, you know what? Here's how we're going to raise taxes. We're going to take away the state tax deduction, and if you look, who pays the high state taxes? Connecticut. New York, California. California, all the all the ones that are considered liberal states. Right. So Interesting. Kind of, isn't that funny? Wow. I thought that was kind of a yeah. sort of a, a backhanded uh, uh, way of kind of going, we're going to get you guys. Wow. Because <laughs> then you start Passive paying attention. Very. Because yeah. <laughs> California takes a chunk. Yeah. And wow. Connecticut's bad and New York is really bad, too. Mm-hmm. And so, so, you know, all the coastal states are always like that. Uh, tell you what, we are going to go to another break. When we come back, we also are going to have another question for Patty that talks about staging, whether that works or not. 
And we've asked that before, but it's, you know, times change. So I'm kind of wondering if you even need staging with regard to how um, the prices are going and, you know, with, right. with, with overbidding. And does staging help with overbidding? You know, so it'll be interesting. We'll and now we have data. And now we have that. Oh, good, good, good. Okay, so we'll, so it's not just theoretical. We'll, we'll right. get into that. Mm-hmm. And um, we'll also talk a little bit more about insurance. Great. And I also uh, have a deal of the week that Mark uh, gave me. So, all right, here we go. <laughs> Second trivia question. This one, I think, is a little harder, actually. The Orient Express is a train route between what two cities? You know, everyone's always heard of the, the Orient Express, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. In fact, wasn't there even a movie? The Orient yes. Express? Okay. So I know. Here, I can't remember. I think. <laughs> so here's the question is, what's the train route between two cities? All right. Call 888-912-1190. And uh, the first caller with the correct answer is going to win that free five-pack tanning certificate from Tanbella. Don't touch that dial. The best of investing will be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Edward Brown here along with Patty Cohen. Question number two. The Orient Express is a train route between what two cities? I don't know. Paris and Istanbul. Oh, good. Okay. I was thinking Istanbul or Turkey. Well, you would have gotten one of them, right? But I didn't say it. And if you would have said Constantinople, I would have said, no, you're not that old. Okay. (laughs) So, uh, Adrian Pachetto, question uh, for you. Well, actually, not specifically a question, but um, it is wildfire season. It is. And talk a little bit about the insurance for fires and, you know, what's needed. Sure. So homeowners insurance includes fire coverage. And right now, some of the insurance companies are getting a little nervous because of the fire season. So certain areas where we all want to live here in Marin and maybe Kentfield, Ross, Fairfax, Mill Valley, those areas where there's a lot of brush exposure, the insurance companies are pulling out a little bit or raising their rates. Um, We've seen upwards of 20% rate increases at renewal. And then some insurance companies actually not writing insurance for a while in that area. Area. Hmm. And they're just really kind of offsetting their costs. They've got a lot of ho- homes in that area, and um, they're looking to mitigate that a bit. Can, can, oh. oh, I was going to ask a quick, quick, quick question. Uh, can one mitigate that by, let's say, showing that you uh, take out the weeds, you know, the brush, a uh, hundred feet, right. you know, vicinity? Yeah, there are some I mean, companies that are willing to do that. And then if you don't um, have like ex- wood exposure, so if the siding is not wood yeah. or if the roof is not wood and it's more of a um, fire retardant type of material, then there's discounts that can be associated or you can be eligible when some other house wouldn't. Um, oh, and then there's a clearance of maybe 200 feet is oh, usually, feet. Wow. which is kind of tough in Marin because a lot of times that's your neighbor's yard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> Yeah. Hey, knock knock. Can I weed that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Kind of how it's. And if you going. have a straw house, then they yeah. give you a five hundred percent. Yes. Size, you know? Exactly. Go ahead, Betty. You want to ask questions? Well, so now let's say we have a situation where you can't get insurance, but the lender requires it, and you want to buy the house. Yeah. So there's Lloyd's of London, and oh. so as a broker, we work with them, um, and their last resort. Um, they do have a good quality product, but it's going to be at least double the price of a regular home. And so we have some clients that are buying houses now that couldn't get coverage. We're putting it with Lloyd's of London, and then we're going to wait till like September, October when it slows down a bit in the fire world and try and move them back to a regular company. Yeah, I was going to oh. say, like with 
with auto insurance, you know, the the more you drive, the better driving record. You can usually get your price down. But mm-hmm. with home insurance, it's really not like that. No, I mean, there's claim history. So if you have claims-free um, history on your individual or on the home, you can get discounts. But there's really nothing you can do to get a better rate other than, um, you know, bundling, bundling your policies yeah. together. Yeah. And more and more, people are afraid to make a claim. Uh, they will yeah. with uh, car insurance, but with mm-hmm. auto uh, home insurance, they're just afraid to make a claim that they're going to be dropped or it's going to triple or whatever. I mean, if your home burns down, you go make a claim. You make a claim. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. The insurance industry says that the average person has one claim every 10 years. So if you fall outside of that, it starts to kind of get um, a little eyes on you. Now, what about earthquake insurance? Um, uh, because I, I, I'll tell you, I, I, this is my my feeling on it. Mm-hmm. Is a it's what I've been told is very expensive. There's a, there's usually a high deductible, Correct. and you know you have to get a certain amount. Where you look at it and you say, you know, I mean, I think I'll take my chances that the house will just be completely destroyed. Otherwise, I'll just pay for it out of pocket. Yeah, that's really common. So when the Napa quakes happened, I think it was about two years ago, there was a study done and they said that 19% of the state of California has earthquake insurance and that's including commercial and residential. Wow. So I don't think it's that much from that standpoint. A lot of times clients will decide depending on how much equity they have in their house, if they have, you know, 50% or more, it might make sense to have that deductible to protect that asset. If it's less than that, then they kind of take their hedge their bets, if you will. And at the same time, typically, the deductibles are so high that you can reason that, you know, if something big happens, everybody's going to go. And then where's the insurance? And then that's a good point. And, uh, you know, they're back to FEMA again. Yeah, California Earthquake Authority. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I'll just say, hey, I'll just be like the (laughs) other people who said, nope, I don't want insurance. Go ahead, government. You do it or give me, uh, I guess, what they're doing. A 1% loan. Yeah, something Mm -hmm. low. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Unofficially, I agree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unoffic- of course, of course, it, uh, of course unofficially. <laughs> and then uh, you can usually get if you bundle uh, your insurance, home auto, and all that stuff, you get a pretty good discount. Yeah, don't you? it's on average twenty five percent. Oh, that's pretty um, significant. so it's pretty significant when you consolidate it and then put an umbrella over it. The more policies you have with the company, the better the ratings are going to be. So a lot of times, if you buy home auto and umbrella together, the umbrella is basically free. Really, mm-hmm. I thought umbrella with insurance was. Getting kind of expensive, like you know, four or five hundred bucks a year for. It's really not so. Two drivers, two cars, and a house is about one hundred and ninety-five dollars for a million dollars. And, and then I'm, you I'm get thinking, discounts on your auto like the, and your home. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'm thinking when I when I say umbrella, I mean I'm talking about like, you know, the the um, catch-all. Mm-hmm. Right, is a personal umbrella. Right, right? yeah. So it's the excess that? liability yeah, the excess, yeah. that goes over your home and your auto rentals, boats, anything you have. Everything has an underlining liability, and then the umbrella goes over that. Um, but you do have to have a minimum. Typically, of like yeah, three or three or five hundred thousand, just depending on the company. Yeah, which would make sense because if it's excess, they go, yeah, no, we want you to cover as much as you can on the other policies. Exactly. See, I know a little bit You're about so this. Good. Yeah. Like I tell Patty, six years of high school, man, that'll teach you a lot. <laughs> All right. Um, so, uh, Patty, anything else you want to share with us? Well, you know, it's. Interesting to see how what's coming next because I'm the most optimistic. I'm kind of dysfunctionally optimistic, <laughs> yeah. but I'm seeing things going a little flat, maybe adjusting a little bit from the peak, peak, peak. I think this is the absolute peak. It may not be. Yeah, we'll see. Well, again, you've seen you've been around enough to see enough cycles, and um, 
as a realtor, I think it's good to be, you know, very optimistic. Yes. I, I, I know you use the words dysfunctional optimism, but <laughs> exactly. I just look at it as just optimism. I mean, we're, yeah. how did you feel during uh, 2007, 8, 9, and 10? Horrible. I mean, 100% of my assets and 100% of my income was real estate, but I still yeah. didn't have to sell property and I still was standing. But, yeah. you know, everybody was scraping. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I mean, it, the writing was on the wall. It was like, okay, we're in it. Yeah. But how did I feel just before it happened? Yeah. No. I mean, there's a lot of studies done based on people's perception. And most people, if you ask most people at any given time, what's it going to be like next year? I think it's something like 80% are going to say it's going to be about the same as it is now. It's just human nature. Yeah, yeah. Or they're going to look at the last thing that happened that was a big shift and say it's going to happen like that again. So nobody predicted oh, what happened last time. No one, well, some yeah. people did. No. Watch the big. Uh, yeah, I mean, you've got so many people predicting anything. They'll, they'll predict something correctly. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, th- you know, that movie, what was it called again? The big, I forget. But the it, Big Short? Yeah, The Big Short. Yeah. There were people that predicted it yeah. and nobody well, was listening. But I don't think that we're going to, be like that again because we have prudent lending standards yes. and we have a, 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 the strongest Strong economy, economy in the in Yeah, the world. Those, those two things will definitely help quite a bit. All right, so we're going to cut to another commercial, tri- a commercial question here. Trivia question, excuse me. What female spy was arrested and sentenced to death in France in 1917 for spying on behalf of the Germans? You will know this name. You will know this name, okay? I didn't. I didn't get, just get this, you know, crazy old thing, and that nobody would know. <laughs> All right, that's our question. Uh, call eight 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 nine one two eleven ninety to answer this question. What female spy was arrested and sentenced to death in France in nineteen seventeen for spying on behalf of the Germans? All right, and if you're the again, if you're the first caller with the correct answer, you'll get that free tanning certificate. From Tan Bella, with, again, with two locations in San Francisco and one in uh, Marin. Uh, very nice people. And uh, that tanning certificate is worth quite a lot because you can use it for any of their services. And they have some pretty high-end services. All right? Don't touch that dial. Again, the best of investing is going to be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Patty Cohen of Pacific Union International. Third trivia question, what female spy was arrested and sentenced to death in France in 1917 for spying on behalf of the Germans? I feel so inadequate. I don't know. Matahari. Oh, Matahari. Matahari. See, I knew, I knew you'd know the name, though. Okay. I know that name. You know the name. Okay. We always know it after. Yeah, yeah of course. Gosh. I should have guessed that one. All right. So, um, Mark Hoff is not here, but I uh, want to give a little story uh, for Pacific Private Money. So, there is a gentleman in San Francisco who was purchasing a rental property, and it's got this basement that is not really considered square footage per se for usable living space right yeah but he wants to you he wants to buy the property and he wants to expand effectively the living space by building it out well there aren't too many lenders who are going to lend on that especially you know this one happens to be a rental property Mm. so he put down i believe it was 35 percent 
and all he needed was a 65% loan of value. And everything else is fine. You know, he and his wife make pretty good income, yada, yada. But there's not too many banks who would who would make that loan. So uh, Mark Honf uh, at Pacific Private Money uh, made him the loan. And he just needs the loan for about two years or less as he goes through making it a nice living sure. space. You know, again, with the regular rental, it's not just a basement, right? There's a house <laughs> attached to it. And then he'll uh, refinance out with a conventional lender. So the uh, this borrower is uh, paying, I think it's 9.5% interest, which is, you know, high. Um, but he gets this, he's getting a smoking hot deal on this property. Right. And again, no bank will really lend on it. And then uh, when he refinances out, he'll refinance with a, a typical lender. So Mark does loans like that at Pacific Private Money in in their fund. And, uh, you know, the investors are earning, uh, you know, after Mark takes a management fee because he shares points with the fund. Mm-hmm. A lot of, a lot of uh, fund managers don't oh. do that. So he's not just taking it all for himself. Uh, the investors in this last uh, go around, the last month, did you see how high the distribution was? I didn't really pay attention, honestly. It, it, because I, I had a little invested there. Yeah, yeah the uh, annualized yield was eight point four percent. Wow, because oh, it paid really it paid, good. Yeah, it paid point seven percent for the month. Annualize it out, eight point right. four. Compounded yields about eight point six something percent. Um, not like it's usually it's great. Yeah, it's it's running wow. between seven and three quarters to to eight percent. But that that month uh, last month was uh, particularly good. We were all <laughs> very very happy. I've referred this to several people. A couple of really close friends recently yeah. said, you know, I don't I've got money. I don't know what to do with it. And I mean, don't put it all in no, one basket. Not. But you should. Yeah. I said you certainly should put some money there. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, where else can you get around eight percent? With the, you know, and the, the average loan to value in the fund is less than sixty percent. You know, it it, it does bad, it, yeah. it's always paying on a monthly basis. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, in fact, it's so funny. I always comment that what it pays in a month is uh, kind of comparable to what most banks are paying in a year. Mm. Right. Wow. And the other thing is, not only is it a high percentage, but it's it's on autopilot. You're it not is. there's yeah. requires nothing from the investor, and you don't ever like oh is it going up? Is it going down? Exactly. You, you know those apparently sleepless nights that people have yeah. with the stock market. There's nothing like that. I, I know, and and or, or it's funny because you and I both have rental property, and mm-hmm. you know it, and it's great, mm-hmm. but you really don't like that part of it getting a call about you know leaky toilets or you yeah, know, or yeah. the roof leaking yeah, yeah etc maintenance yeah anything. so again it, it's it seems like it's a good fit for a portion of everyone's portfolio and and then you know the question comes up well you know what happens about liquidity what if I need money well the the hold period is a year mm-hmm. if you get out before a year there's a, a slight penalty not a huge one but after a year there is no penalty. And there's constant liquidity because the short-term loans are constantly paying off. There is some new investors coming in, but even if there's not, you know what? Nowadays, there's this platform lending where if they needed to sell loans and not at a discount, there are buyers out there. Oh, wow. Right? So it's not like the old days when you'd have some kind of illiquid investment. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it doesn't get traded like the stock market, but that part's probably good because... Again, your principal doesn't fluctuate. Right. You put a hundred thousand in, it yeah. stays at a hundred thousand. Right. In fact, there was uh, someone who wanted money out of the yeah. fund, and uh, you know, Mark said, "Listen, uh, you know, I can give, I can give you, I can write you a check today if you want." But he says, "If you if you want, it's your choice. If you want to wait two weeks, you'll get a full month's worth of interest." 
because you you know he wanted the money like halfway through the month oh. and he says I can't give you a partial interest it's like we either pay the full a month or you know full months worth of interest so yeah. so that's very fair it I mean the point fair. is he's yeah. really honest yeah, like, that's what I, I feel comfortable there yeah it sounds yeah. interesting how do you guys determine or how does Mark determine who gets to be a part of it well, it's a fund. It's Imagine, a fund, like you invest it, it, in. Yeah, it, it's, it. like, okay, it's, it. it's like a mutual fund. Oh, okay. So you invest, and then the, the fund has you know 80 different loans in it, constantly paying off, and then new money goes out, and it. you know it, it, uh, he does new loans. One of the things I really appreciated is the fact that um, before he makes a new loan with money that gets either put into the fund by new investors or a loan gets paid off, first thing he does is looks to see who wants to get out. Oh, so that's another liquidity thing is, is is it's nice to know that if you want your money out, you, you get it out first before another new loan is put into the fund. Sure. Yeah. So it's it's, it's very transparent. You yeah. Know? And that's that's one of the other things is that you can, if you're a fund investor, you can go to the portal and see what's in the, in the portfolio. And in fact, what I did was I asked a title officer to pull preliminary title reports on 20 of the loans. Oh, they loved you. Yeah, well, it, it, it was somebody who I had a relationship with. I said, don't do it on all 80 of them. But I said, do me a favor. And it was, 20, it was more yeah. of a property profile, yeah. but still, uh, as a favor to me, um, she went ahead and, and pulled it. And sure enough, when you pull the title report, uh, or the property profile in this case, you could see that when the fund said it had a $300,000 first mortgage on yeah. 123 Main Street in Berkeley or whatever, it really did. Yeah. Wow. So it's kind of, again, it's it's the honesty that I appreciate. So uh, for more information um, on the Pacific Private Money Fund, uh, you can call 415-883-2150 or go to PacificPrivateMoney.com. Cool. All right. And before we cut to our uh, last break, uh, Adrian, you didn't want to add anything insurance-wise that the audience needs to know? I hope those people have course of construction insurance. So if, when a house is under construction... There you go. Okay, that's right. I'm all... <laughs> yeah. What'd you call it? Cor- yeah. course, of, course of construction. Course of so construction. So when a house is under construction, there's a special policy that needs to be in place to make sure that there's coverage for workers' comp, for liability, for um, theft of materials. Hmm. It's a separate hmm. policy. Um, that the mortgage company or the private mortgage company would require. And that's if you're basically building your own house. Or a major, major renovation ma- where you're not living in the home. As gotcha. long as if you're not living you're not in the living. home, you need to add the special uh, part. You know what? That's a very good point yeah. because one wouldn't think of that per se. You'd think maybe the general contractor would have insurance but this is separate from yeah. his insurance. So right? they have it for their liability. So yeah. they're protecting if they cause damage. But if something just happens mm. and you're not living there and the house is under construction, there could be potential for no coverage. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, and because they're, the general contractor is protecting themselves, themselves. but who's protecting yeah. you? Yeah. Good point. So you, you want to build a house and your, your bank is basically going to ask for for that insurance, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah. So if you're getting a construction loan, but yeah. if you're getting a regular loan and then doing some modifications to the house where you're not going to be there for a few months, um, the lender wouldn't think to ask that because they're not necessarily aware of that. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Boy, you know, I, I, I didn't think about that myself. I'm, uh-huh. I'm glad my house didn't burn down I when I did some remodeling, you know. I stayed in my house during my remodel, so I didn't have to do it. Yeah. yeah so. Well, when we did a major one, we decided to uh, to move out yeah. some years back. But, um, boy, you know what? You'd hope that the people giving you the permits 
would say, oh, by the way, you may want to look into it. Of course, they don't know yeah. that. Okay. All right. Don't touch that dial. The best of, invest- best of investing. I'll be right back with some closing comments. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the best of investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Patty Cohen. Uh, Patty, take us in the home stretch here. What do you What do you got? Well, you know what? If you talk to any realtor, they're all going to say staging works. But, you know, realtors aren't always credible in the minds of the public. They, they, they just want it for this. But um, the chief economist at Pacific Union just completed an 18-month study with 3,200 properties mm-hmm. to look at exactly that, among other things. Um, so staged homes sell faster, they sell for four mo- for more money, and they get more offers. Um and, and, you know, we could have told you that, too, but here's the actual numbers out of those 3,200. Um, 53% um, sold, they sold, 53% sold, oh, 50%, well, <laughs> 53% of our properties were staged. Okay. Of those that were staged, they, they sold an, an average of 36 days versus 59. Okay. Right? Um, it, the National Association of Realtors say that two-thirds of agents say sell homes sell quicker and get more. Okay. Staged homes sell for almost 45% more than those not staged. Oh, that's important. That's a big yeah. difference. That's a big difference. Yeah, yeah because, yeah. you know, earlier we were talking about how, you know, uh, everything's going for over-asking, but, you know, that part of the question doesn't necessarily say, were those homes staged? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but now you're kind of bringing it home there. <laughs> exactly. And the staged homes got 3.5 offers on average. The, the non-staged homes got 2.2. So we know that the, yeah. more ho- the more offers you get, the higher it's going to be jacked up. And is there a rough estimate as to how much staging costs? Obviously, yeah. for Pacific Heights, you know, 10,000 square foot house is going to be different than, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, I don't know the average because some of it's real, real cheap and some of it, you know, some of it you could include staging. I'd say probably about seven thousand yeah. dollars average, okay. um, and I'm probably talking average price in million two. You know, okay. and does that cover? Uh, that's not per month. That that covers like a three month. Period? You usually get like a two month contract these days. Okay. Um, yep, and then and then you have a holdover fee, which might be like couple thousand a month or maybe gotcha. maybe a thousand a month you know i could definitely see that being worth it especially the odds of you selling your you getting an offer within 60 days are pretty high and you know if you're getting more than seven thousand dollars worth yeah. um of you know you get staging and your your house goes for you know 10 or 15 or twenty thousand dollars more than you thought because of staging then yeah it's paid for itself yeah and i can't tell you how many homeowners are, are just like I will not stage. It's such a waste of money. But I also say to them, I, I really feel like you get four to five times more with staging. Yeah. So let's say the staging is $7,000. And let's say it goes, you know, four, four or five times more. What if I told you that, you know, if you give me $7,000 today, in 45 days, I will give you 30000 yeah. back. And they have to get convinced that that's really what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Or I, and I know, I know this always happens, too. But I have such beautiful furniture, yes. and and my design is so eyes. good. Yeah, yeah. yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. We, we've talked about that before, where the uh, you have to completely take yourself out of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if if pink 
polka dots and 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 stripes is what's going to yeah. sell that house fast and more. That's what you got to do. Yeah, and the buyer pool is millennials. They like streamlined. They don't want your grandmother's drapes or wallpaper. They exactly. don't even want anything fluffy or you know. Anyway, they 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 don't want wood. They want everything streamlined, white angles. Gotcha. All right. Well. Thank you. Adrian Pachetto, yeah. thank you for uh, joining us. Hope Thanks you had fun. Me, yes. Thank you for the uh, good information. Patty, always a pleasure. So much fun. Here's our <laughs> thoughts for the day. Steve Prefontaine, remember the track and field guy? He said, most people run a race to see who is the fastest. I run a race to see who has the most guts. And it's not the disability that defines you. It's how you deal with the challenges the disability presents you with. We have an obligation to the abilities we do have not the disability said jim abbott who if you remember him he was the one arm pitcher for the angels and the yankees oh wow Great so i thought that was pretty good. Yeah, good all right uh tune in next week to the best of investing we're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions thanks for listening on behalf of our team i'm edward brown we're wishing you the best of investing so long you've been listening to the best of investing with edward brown For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for the best of investing on the Bay Area's business leader. AM 1220 KDLW. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we... Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.